This is episode number 257 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo here with my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fate. Hello. And Caroline Mandaro. Hello, everyone. How are you? I'm good. How is everyone? How are you? Good. We're doing well. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here. Good. Sitting in for uh, Nicole this week. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of housekeeping. Yep. You know, if you're listening on YouTube, you have to hit that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're so close. We're like 60 away, 65 away. We have to we have to get a thousand. We want a thousand subscribers by the end of 2025. Right. If we can do that. Yeah. We can do anything. Right. right. Any Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So if you're listening, uh, hit the subscribe button and hit like if you like what you hear uh, here on YouTube. And uh, I wonder what's going to happen. I think, uh, what do you get, a lollipop from from YouTube? I don't know. Oh. oh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know our our friend, Hugh Moran, who who I interviewed uh, last year? He's almost up to 2 million subscribers. Jeez. Yeah, he could throw some our way. Yes, he could throw some uh, our way. Yes. He could just, you know. Yeah, slide him through there. Yeah. He's Get probably got some extras just yeah. like, you know, laying around. Yeah. So, anyway. Give us a shout out on his uh Yes, on YouTube. his on his little YouTuber thing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. So that's it for, for housekeeping. And uh we're gonna go right to Sarah this week. And you're gonna talk mm-hmm. about something we haven't talked about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What you got? Um, so I'm gonna tell you guys about some of the new uh, DVD titles that are coming out in January. You know, it's been slim pickings. It we get we very... get some and then there's like nothing yes. and then uh, and then but this is a decent amount. So um, the first uh, title is called She Said. She Said. She Said. She Said. So it has Carrie Mulligan in it, Zoe Kazan, Samantha Morton, and it is about New York Times reporters Megan Tui and Jody Cantor who break one of the most important stories in a generation, a story that helped launch the Me Too movement. Ooh, so it's a current Yes, you topic. know, they actually filmed that at the New York Times. It was the first time they filmed a movie at the New York Times. Really? That's yeah. surprising. Very cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, the next movie is called The Armageddon Time. Not the, it's just Armageddon Time, sorry. Armageddon Time, way Armageddon <laughs> <Yeah>. Time. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's as cheerful as Sal makes it out to be. I this want it to be. Let's the see. The drama. <laughs> it has Anthony Hopkins, okay. Anne Hathaway, right. Jeremy Strong, and a few other people that I don't know. And uh, But those are very three strong people, right? So it's a deeply personal coming-of-age story about the strength of family and the generational pursuit of the American dream. See, I'm done with it. See, uh, every time it's like a description like that, I feel like it's it's all the same. Forget it. It's a, it's a triumph in quotes yes, on the cover. A triumph. Yeah. Uh, the other one that's <laughs> out this month is Black Adam. Oh, yes. That has Viola Davis, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Pierce Brosnan, Noah Centineo. I don't know if I'm getting that right, but he's on the new Netflix series too. Cool. Uh, and so it's a DC superhero movie. That's all I'm going to say. I think did everyone... this did this do well? No, it did not. And it also <laughs> it also got squashed. It got squashed, and Aww. I think yeah. yeah, I know. Poor The Rock. <laughs> I know he's him. doing okay. He's doing okay though. I think no, but I think he's upset because he really wanted this character to to be built up and like a regular character, and it looks like they're they're not going to do it. Who's who's taking over DC? Who's taking over DC? What do you mean? Like who's taking over the running of DC? Is it is it is it James Gunn? Mm-mm. Are you sure? You should know this stuff. <laughs> I'm not as big in DC as I am for Marvel. Even yeah. Marvel, I'm kind of. Well, you know, I only like the Batman's. Aquaman was all right, but it was kind of cheesy. 
And I do not like uh, some of the people that are in Aquaman. I won't say Yeah, so, <laughs> so James Gunn has plans to take over the DC Universe. Mm. Okay, now you know him from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I think the big, uh, the big issue with that is that um, he, I don't think he wants this character, this The Rock character, to be involved in well, the in the new DC universe, and well, I think he, The Rock is very upset. I think The Rock should become a uh, he got his a life. Marvel guy. Well, he could, right? He could flip over. Well, he has been in Disney movies, so it's not like he's not a Disney affiliated, yeah, official actor stamp approval. Yeah, twenty twenty three. He could be, sure can. Not right. bl- not as Black Adam though, but not as Black Adam. Yeah. No. Uh, next up is called Pray for the Devil. It's a horror. Oh, right up your alley. Yeah, Virginia Madsen is in it. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen her since Electric Dreams. Yeah, so, well, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's about exorcism. Okay. And I'll just leave it at that. All right. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I love horror. Yeah, so yeah, that's you're a horror, that. horror fan. I'm a big horror fan. Yeah? I, lo- oh. I close my eyes most of the time oh. when I'm watching the movies, <laughs> but they're awesome. They're did like the you, to see in Did you see any of the Terrifier movies? No. Oh, you should, because that, that's like a cult thing oh. now. And then Terrifier 2 came out, and it's actually on hold for me now. Uh, and that's supposed to be like much better than the first one. I want to see the one that just came out. It's like that doll. Megan. <laughs> well, Megan. Well, we were talking Sal about that. Is, yeah. Yeah. The two guys I watch <laughs> who review movies both liked it. So. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It looks corny, but it looks funny. Yeah. Yeah. And scary, maybe? Oh. I don't know. Dark... Well, if dolls scare yeah. you, yeah, they kill you. Um, <laughs> next up is called uh, The Menu. It's rated R. It's a comedy, but it looks kind of like Hari. And Anya Taylor Joy, Ralph Fiennes, Nicholas Holt is John Leguizamo. We all know how bad I am at names, so yeah. <laughs> please. Uh, Judith Light is in it. Oh, wow. I Who's know. the boss? Who's the boss? A uh, young couple travels to a faraway sky secluded island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared an extravagant menu with some shocking surprises. I think it's like a black comedy, right? Yeah. Um, Till, the drama, mm-hmm. uh, has Daniel... Go for it. Go for it. Oh, Just do it. Just geez. do it. Do it. Do it. The ad wheeler. Nice. Yes. We'll just stick that, with that, that. It's a bunt. It's a bunt. It's not a, it's not a yeah. home run. Whoopi we'll, we'll Goldberg's in it. Okay. Son Patrick Thomas. It is about uh, Emmett Till. And uh, so that's a bit of a drama. So that's going to be out too. Um, On the Line has Mel Gibson in it. It is a suspenseful film. He is a provocative and edgy overnight radio host who gets in a pickle. Oh, no. Mel's in a pickle. Mel's in a pickle, all okay. right. Okay. Then we have The Estate with Tony Collette, Anna Faris, David Duchovny, Kathleen Turner, and Ron Livingston. Oh, it's Ron a, Livingston. Yeah, it's a comedy. Two sisters attempt to win over their, ter- their terminally ill, difficult-to-please aunt in hopes of becoming the beneficiaries of her wealthy estate, only to find the rest of their greedy family members have the same idea in this hilarious comedy about family being the worst. Any movie that has a description that says it's a hilarious comedy is not. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, we have Rogue Agent. It is a drama. It has James Norton and Gemma Arterton. Mm. Mm. The true story of con man Robert Frigard, who posed as an undercover MI5 agent kidnapping countless victims amidst a high-stakes manhunt until the woman who fell for him brought him to justice. Romance, suspense... 
Nice. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so these will all be available throughout this month. Okay, now how, let's remind our listeners, perhaps mm-hmm. we have some new listeners mm-hmm. who are patrons of the library mm-hmm. who want to know how this process works with the DVDs and the new releases. So there's a list? There is a list that comes out. We have a list every week, actually. Mm-hmm. The first and the third are adults. Mm-hmm. The second one is children's. Yes. And the last week of the month yes. is... Foreign, independent, and um, uh, Documentary. documentaries. Yes. So um, you can, once the list is out, you can place a hold on the titles. And yes. we have plenty of uh, copies to go around. Some of these are not on the new list, but they are new. Yes. So if it's not on the new list, but it is new, it will have a star on the spine. Nice. And it will be shelved in a special location in both buildings. Wow. I know. It's like right up front, that location. Yeah, for easy pickings. Easy pickings, indeed. (laughs) And I have to say, I I don't know if this is anecdotal, but Mm. since COVID, I noticed the availability of a lot of these newer movies, there's less of a wait. Well, I feel like a lot of people during COVID got... Um, streaming, streaming, yeah. and a lot of these do come out on streaming. Not everything, though. Yes, that's true. I do have to say, and also, we do get a lot of series that are only on streaming that people don't know about. For example, um, AMC Plus. Yeah, there's, AMC Plus. There's yeah. some really good streaming series on there that I'm like, I don't have AMC Plus, but I'm like, oh, that looks really interesting to me. So we order for the library. So if you don't have Paramount Plus, AMC Plus, Bravo. Peacock. Peacock. Yes. What else? Hulu. There's Hulu, Hulu. Disney, Disney Plus, Plus. Netflix. Yeah. Oh, Netflix never comes out on DVD. <laughs> Prime. <laughs> Prime. Right, exactly. Any of those things that you do not subscribe to because it get it adds up to a pretty penny. But yeah. we do get it. So it's not just, you know, movies, but also HBO Max. That's right. That's the other good one. Stuff. Yeah. Stars. I yes. never subscribe to Stars. But there's some good things on Stars. Well, they're holding ba- Stars is holding back on the, on on the Spider-Man movies and it's making me very upset. They want oh. me to pay like $20 each to watch the movies. I oh, should just gosh. take them out here, right? I've checked yeah. them out here. Yes. Mm. That was my thing I got into last year with Spider-Man. Cool. Oh, okay. There you go. So yeah. you take them out and you watch yeah. them. Yeah, Great. yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Sure. Caroline. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's my first time on podcast, so I'm a little bit nervous. So welcome. There's no reason to be nervous. Yes, there's no reason. So, um, so first, tell us really quickly what you do here at the library. So I am a youth service librarian, but a majority of my role at Mill Country is uh, family place. So it's early childhood. So that's birth through five with an emphasis on zero to three. And so a lot of the things I do, um, if you look at that wonderful space with all the toys, um, the parents collection, that's one of the collections that I Mm. maintain. Um, I actually used to do the parent-child workshop programs, but um, I no longer do that now. I've passed it along. But um, one of the things that's coming up for this year is our Talk With Me Toolkits program, which is what I was doing on my phone before. (laughs) I was searching up all the information. (laughs) Oh, she just was not paying attention. Oh, I see, I see. (laughs) I felt bad. I was clicking away over here. (laughs) So we do have a program coming up. Um, It's in March, and it's, I believe, six sessions. And it's made possible through the Institute of Museum and Library Services. Hmm. Um, Dinner is actually going to be provided for this program. What? Yeah, that's why I want to promote it, because I feel like that's... (laughs) Very, anytime I hear free food, <laughs> I'm always willing to do things. <laughs> and so it's actually, it's for parents and caregivers for children um, four to seven years old. And um, we're going to be working with the Smithsonian Talk With Me Toolkits, which is a really cool thing. Oh, wow. So you'll get fed. And then I actually believe that there is an incentive if you come to all six sessions, which is very cool. 
Oh, an incentive. Oh. What is that? Like a special a prize? A special so dessert at the end, a maybe? A special thing. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to come to find out. Yeah. Well, I know one time we did something, well, children's did something, where people got like a gift, like money gift card. Yep. Yeah. I could not partake because I, but I was very upset because I was like, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, it does say caregivers. So if you find a kid who just wants to be taken care of, you can Yeah, I'll just, I'll just grab a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always feel like that with the, like, the trampoline parks and all those cool things. Like, I want to go, but I feel mm. like I have to work somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the children's museums. Yeah. Yeah. So how would one sign up for that? So you would sign up just as you sign up through any regular program. Um, now we're using our Vega, which is our new program registrant mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just register um, and then show up. Wait, That's so cool. what exactly is do they learn? So it's each week it's going to be like a different topic. And um, basically the Smithsonian um, made these, they're called like a toolkit that yeah. the librarian, which it's actually going to be me, mm-hmm. um, we'd like work through it. And so it's different, like almost like museum activities. Oh, nice. And so like with the things that you're learning about, you'll also be um, accompanied with like an activity and like a book that matches that. Oh, nice. So each week yeah. there's like different topics. Like I know one of them is just about dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's all different things about dirt. Um, we have one that's like animals and music. So oh. each week so is it's a like, topic. It's a, an activity and a learning thing. It's not like mental health or <laughs> psychology of children. Like it's an actual. Yeah, it's okay. like an actual activity. It is nice. through like a grant though, so that's why we have some of those like incentives and food and right. Yeah, and... that's nice that they were able to provide that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. So, what is Family Place? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, sum it up in two sentences and go. <laughs> so, Family Place is a national initiative, and it, it was actually kind of born out of Mill Country. It's making libraries into early learning centers for children. It kind of went back to um, back in like the 80s and 90s and stuff like that. Um, libraries were really seen as a place where you go and you study, you're quiet, and you pick up your materials and leave. Um, a lot of times library cards, you had to be able to write your name fully out to be able to get a library card. Mm. Um, and so this initiative was kind of born from the place where, well, learning doesn't start when you can write your name. Learning starts when you're born especially like the more research that comes out, a lot of your brain when you're born is not fully connected. Those synapses aren't connected yet. And so the first um, year of life is really important with getting those synapses to be connected Mm. through language, playing, resources. And um, it's basically like trying to get libraries to start with their patrons from birth and not when they can sign their name. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things that we have, um, we have play areas and that are specifically for those young ages. So parents and caregivers can come in. It's also where we have our programs. So like the parent-child workshop where it's like a five-week program where there's open play, but then there's also resource professionals um, that can speak to the parents in kind of like an informal setting. There's also the parents' collection, which is like our resources. So even though they are adult books, they're placed in the early childhood area so that parents, while their kids are playing, they can look at these Mm. sections. They don't have to pull their child away. It also has resources where we're able to connect you to different things in the community. So we're always looking to collaborate with other partners. Um, I know like our family service league is where we have our social worker who's able to Mm. come to the library. So it's things like that. Um, So it was kind of born out of mill country and then kind of spread. So even though um, it was started here, we've been able to train other libraries across the United States and build this entire network. 
That's nice. Great. So hopefully that was <laughs> No. That, yeah. Did, did that make you, sense? No, it did <laughs> yeah. make sense. It did yeah. make sense. And you're you're heading out uh, shortly to a Yes. So um, we're actually going to Texas. Actually, Kristen Todd Worm, who is the uh, national coordinator, is speaking at Texas Library Association um, conference Mm -hmm. about family place. So I know like a lot of states, they really they look to middle country and to family place as like this really awesome thing. And, you know, a lot of libraries, it seems second nature at mill country because we've been doing it so long. But a lot of libraries still are like very much you have to shush when you come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't get a library card until you're 10. Yeah. That's you, crazy. Yeah. A lot of programs, they still only offer story times. So you yeah. have to go into your room and you have to sit down and you have to listen to the librarian. And if mm-hmm. you can't do that, you're asked to leave. Mm-hmm. And so like a lot of places are still like that. So it's awesome that we can share our knowledge across the United yeah, States. Yeah. That's great. Just shows you just how awesome we are yes. here at Middle Country. <laughs> That's we a are toot the our own horn. Not but to toot any toot. any horns, but <laughs> we, we toot, toot, toot. <laughs> Thank you, Caroline. You're welcome. Very much. And uh, that does it for this episode. Mm-hmm. You made it, see? I made it. You made yeah. it. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. I'm sorry if I was annoying. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. So if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. If you want to email us, we'd love to hear from you. Sarah, no one's emailing if they got to email us. I, I don't know. I don't know. Wrong people. Wrong people. <laughs> 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 yes, please. Caroline will, will email us. Yeah. Uh, podcast <laughs> at mcplibrary.org. And again, uh, click the like button and click subscribe because we would love to get to 1,000 subscribers uh, soon. It would be nice. We, we're, we see the light at the end of the tunnel. So let's let's get there. Thank you so much for listening. For Sarah Fade and Caroline Mandaro, I'm Sal DiMincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.